Hi, this is Juan Méndez and you're listening to the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast. My name is Ian Taylor and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We're an awesome community of car collectors and creators, so come join us. Um, with me is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. He is one of the collective. We are the Epax Borg. Resistance yes. is futile. We are all <sighs> knowing rad. Yes. Star Trek reference. Yes. I love it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Because let's get into it straight away. Let's get into it yes. straight away. And spoilers. So we didn't say we we're going to talk about this, but it's just a natural thing to talk about. Um, happened? Picard, have you, have you finished? I haven't. Oh. I haven't. Things have been crazy, okay. but I am going to watch it. I was giving Westworld a chance. Feeling okay about Westworld, but... Picard, I am ready. It is free. I need okay. to stream. That is probably happening today or tomorrow. Okay. For sure, for sure, it's happening. I just so, haven't. I slipped my mind. That's absolutely fine. So when you've done that, we, we've got to talk about it. Did, I'm what so excited. Did you get up to? Um, episode two or three, he got the team together. Oh. I know about the twin. Um, She's on Oh, yes, the other. yes, yes. Right. Yes. It's very She's early. So you see a lot yeah. more. So yeah, it's very early. So maybe two, three episodes. He already went to. I'm not spoiling anything. I won't. I won't no. spoil anything. No. No. Okay. Good. Jean Luc, who? What? Huh? He owns a vineyard. He from does. what I hear, I don't oh. know. Everything else, I think, is just you know, made up. I'm sure you can probably buy a wine that's got a label. Oh yeah, that's a really nice wine. There's probably some really cool uh, props, like yeah. with the Picard label on it, like from movies and stuff like that. Oh, oh, yeah, like that. Wouldn't you like that? Actually, um, I'm part of a really cool Marvel prop group. I'm gonna send you the link. Off topic, but I'll send you the link. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please do. Um, so this um, after hot on the heels of our first video episode last yes. week which looked really good so thank you for all your, no, thank you. All your, all your hard work on that um we uh this will be another one and this is actually yes. uh for those who are who are just listening to us we'll try and kind of relay what we're talking about as much as possible this episode really will best work as a video episode for you to watch um because we are going to revisit epacs after our epacs 101 episode that we did yes. oh good three four months ago now um, has it been that long? Wow. Yeah, it's before Christmas. Wow. It was so last year. Um, <laughs> and, um, we are going to talk about EPAC. We're going to do EPACs 101 Part 2. Because um, last time we talked about kind of what EPACs was and the concept of it. And we talked a little bit about how to do stuff, which is great. But without the video, it's kind of difficult to do because the user interface is pretty busy. It is busy. It is busy. That's a good word for it. Um, so I have, for this episode, I've reached out to a couple of people who I know are newbies to EPACs and who've shared a few frustrations with us. Yeah. So in no particular order, thank you to uh, Jalen Warner, um, Kevin St. Jack, a.k.a. Kevin number one. Kevin number one. Uh, Robert Baker, who is um, a lovely bloke. Yes. Um, deeply enthusiastic about kind of everything um, card related. And he's the guy that did that very kind giveaway sketch. 
on a nice guy a couple of weeks back to what a nice sketch too man yeah it gave away a venom sketch so for those who don't know uh robert or rob um i'll, I'll call you robert because i don't know if you like it shortened um that, that's me being quite restrained actually normally by now I'd be calling him steve um he uh <laughs> steve steve um, i don't even know how we got on that but i love it <laughs> we're all steves we are the steve prepare to be we assimilated um he um he did a giveaway on the group of a, a venom sketch completely on, on off his own back um and basically said that he would um give it away to anyone who wanted to as long as they liked and shared our podcast facebook page it was a really really kind thing for him to do and 10 people entered and one one person won 10 men enter one man wins um and uh yeah he mailed them the sketch um all the way to australia i believe it went um and yeah very very happy winner of that uh, which reminds yeah. me we have some swag that we we need to do something with from our good friend fred galvin um who's the Marvel man madness um so yeah. fred, if you're listening apologies for not having done that yet with all the craziness it kind of got got a little bit forgotten so we will get yeah. on that and um we're going to do a giveaway possibly on instagram not sure yeah I think Instagram, Instagram might be good to do it because um, it'll enable us to tag you and show off a good portion of your swag. Um, yes. Because um, Fred does an awful lot of business at cons and of course that is not happening at the moment. So just really imaginative and really smart and yeah. does such great work. Really, really creative guy. Yeah. He basically makes his own Marvel cards, Marvel yeah. marks, Marvel pencil cases, Marvel everything. It's fun. It's like it's reminiscent of the 90s stuff that yeah. was just everywhere back in yeah. the day. It's and really it's fun to see that. Cool. It is really cool. It's yeah. really cool. Different effects, holograms, uh, different really cool things that he does there. Holograms. I know. And I know. He showed me how he did it. It's crazy. Well, he's put it's videos crazy. on Instagram of how he does them. I know. He wants to do some of the posters that we have from the group and stuff like that too, which would be fun. Yeah, I know. So that'd be really cool. But he's great, man. Does awesome stuff. Well, we're going to talk more about Fred Yes. when we get our collective um, shizzle together and do that. So I'm going to apply some lipstick. Ooh. Beautiful, because I Lovely. hate drying up mid-flow. Um, and then we are going to share the what screen. What does that mean? <laughs> I've no idea. I've no oh, idea. I love it. Move I on. love it. Move on. Keep going. Keep going. Keep I'm going. Just they'll, moving on. They'll, yep. they'll not notice. Um, so I'm going to share my screen now. So it means you will see us in a tiny little corner of the screen somewhere. There we are. I'm so tiny. Hello. Uh, you are. I'm going to move us, actually, so we're down here. There we go. Right. So I am on the epac homepage which is what you see when you when you go onto it um marvelous um hopefully this will move in a minute but i love the artwork things that they do for their, their website yeah the banners they're really yeah, nice i actually save them because they're really cool but they do them yeah it's like a so cell sheet yeah uh, but they do a format for um like for for social media as well which is kind of more of a square kind of thing as opposed oh, to this oh oh yeah, yeah i've seen that where like some um, of the cards are missing and rearranged yeah so i i, yeah. I grab i tend to grab them because they're quite handy because let's face it we do a lot of free pr for them and help them you know push these sets out so i tend to grab the assets off their site and off their feeds and i then, think it's great and then share them so so yeah thank you ian and thank you Noren, for doing that that's quite all right Apodec. that's <laughs> so awesome. sweet you're more than welcome Anytime is a oh, um, if you feel like what a gem. some free cards into our EPAC account, then uh, please do. Um, yeah, anyway, um, this uh, why would they not want to give us free cards? They would want to, they would. You will give us free cards, 
You will give us free cards. Okay. Um, so we're on EPAC. The whole Borg thing is taking over my brain today. So, I know. Um, Through a Star Wars reference, but yes. Hockey. Did. Sorry. Which we that. don't talk Hockey. about. That's fine. No, you um, didn't. Yeah, I know. Marvel premiere. That I, I just love the different styles with, on that banner. That's really Look like at that it. Ballard too, really man. Cool. Crazy good yeah. stuff. Um, anyhow, I'm uh, not here to just look at their homepage. So I've got yeah. a list of things that I'm going to look at. And yeah, we're going to go through a lot of stuff that will be to, to those. It's, it, I guess it's like learning to drive a car. If you know, you know, and a lot of what we're going to talk about is going to be fairly easy. But yeah. the thing is, with a lot of people who come to the group, they're going, oh, what's EPAC? Why would you spend money on digital cards? So I'm going to reiterate this now. Pretty much all of the stuff that you get on EPACs is a physical card that you can have mailed to you. The digital cards that are on there, which are the minority, only exist as a stepping stone for you to combine them to get a physical card. So EPAC is a distribution platform and a trading platform for physical cards. Digital cards are in there as part of the process of obtaining some of the physical cards. So I think it's I think it's important to say that that you know it's not like the Tops Trader app where all the cards exist as digital cards. They will never be physical cards, right? And you know they stay within that ecosystem. I mean, it's a reasonable confusion. I mean, especially since Tops does it, and I'm sure you know yeah, some people over there do that. Successful, yeah, yeah, it's incredibly successful. Mm-hmm. Only being digital cards, I'm really shocked. Yeah. Um, personally, I would never do digital cards um, ever just because it's not something I would want to do because um, I like the physicality and we've talked about this in other episodes, yep. but having, yeah, you need to understand. I mean, I think the biggest benefit and not to jump, I think the biggest benefit of EPAC is the simple fact that you know what everybody gets and you can find the cards you want to find in one space. Cause yep. unfortunately the cards are so limited now that trading can't be like we did back in the day where we go to our friend's house and we kind of swap. Um, especially now trading is worldwide and digital um, with physical cards, but digital trading. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, and especially now you can't go around to your friend's house because of uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, social distancing. So, uh, but we can still trade. So there's, we can there's, still there's, trade. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a plus and a bonus and you can still buy cards without having to go to the store. True in like a, a hazmat suit. So, um, <laughs> so when you're on, uh, in no particular order, so I'm just going to go through, through the nav just to quickly refresh ourselves. So you've got a couple of places. There's stuff at the top of the screen here, store, my collection, trading, my packs, achievements, news, search. That's all absolutely gorgeous. And that is on the desktop version. That stuff doesn't tend to appear on the mobile version, certainly not on the iPhone version. So what I'm going to focus on, while they're there and they're handy to look at and they're great, what I'm going to focus on is this little menu over here, which is um, viewed by the free um, kind of bars, which is exactly the same as it appears on the mobile version. So if you click on that, you've got a number of things here. I'm not going to look at pack walls right now. You've got my dashboard, news, store, my pack trading, search trading, marketplace, achievements, community account, checklists, and log out. Why would you want to do that? So we'll ignore that one. So I'm going to go to dashboard. Um, I, I I will say I very rarely use the dashboard because I'm kind of very au fait with using this, and you can access this from anywhere. And yeah. on mobile especially, this is your key to navigating um, 
uh, to navigating the entire system. So, number of things to look at here. So, on my list, I'm going to go through these in no particular order, and we will kind of both chime in with our experiences of it. So, um, I guess the first thing is is filtering and finding your way around the site. So, yeah, I think the easiest way to do this, if I go and look at my EPAC and my collection. So, the first thing is you'll notice is that for all of these icons over here, these exist. are all shortcuts mm-hmm. to stuff that's in this menu. So you're kind of right. just looking at the same navigation, just in a different place. Right. Um, so I'm going to go to my collection. Uh, it takes a while to load, so bear with us on this. Now, I guess the thing to, th- to think about with this is that when you look at it, this looks exactly the same on a mobile as it does on uh, a desktop or a laptop browser like this. So you will have... Options to sort at the top here. Um, I always have it default descending, but I can use default ascending if I want to, uh, or any of these other things. Um, I tend to use the top and the bottom one. The top one, because that's how it defaults to, so I'm used to that as my starting point. And what it does is it it orders it by the most recent set first. Okay. When you go to date added descending, which is the bottom option there, if I click on that, it shows me the cards that I've most recently acquired, which is actually really useful for when you've just done a trade. And you quickly want to go and look at that card, and you might want to lock it so that doesn't someone doesn't you know send you an offer on it, or you might want to quickly look and see if anyone wants that card or something. And like also, so people know, you can change this view. So Ian right now has a listing view, but you can also change it to a pictorial view where you can see the actual images yeah. of the card located in that yeah. icon there. Which are these and two toggle options here, just in the top Yes, side. perfect. Yeah, so yeah, and locking things is key. So one of the great things about EPAC etiquette is that um, if you get something and you're like, this is not going anywhere, or I don't even want to be tempted by a trade, we're just going to show you how to lock it. Mm-hmm. And that means that that card can no longer be seen by the general public on EPAC and can only be viewed by your eyes. That's right. That's right. Um, you can still do stuff with it. So you could still select it to offer it in a trade if you wanted to. Um, but generally speaking, it takes it out of the viewable trading marketplace. Um, the other interesting thing about these two views is that there are different options that only appear in one or other view. So you'll notice when I go back to the list view, which tends to be the default, um, you'll notice that when I click on a card, so if I click on this card, what it does is it opens it up. You can see I've got, I happen to have four of this card. And there's a little lock symbol just next to it. So if I lock it, straight away you see that a one appeared there. And this column is how many you've got locked. So this is how many you own, and this is how many you've got locked. So if I lock another one, you'll see that changed to two three four and to unlock it you simply click it again so you can bulk lock and unlock stuff but it's i don't tend to do that because it's really easy to accidentally unlock your whole collection (laughs) yeah what i do yeah no it's true you really yeah I've, i've done that um a really interesting thing too which i'm sure ian would talk about is on your left hand side i believe under your username under ownership you have unlocked items and locked items 
that way, if you're looking to trade with somebody, you can kind of decide what part of your collection you want to look at. Yeah. And if you're looking at just your PC, which is just short for a private collection, you're looking at your locked items. Um, a good way to lock a lot of items really quickly, though, is to specify your fields, like your product, your attributes. Yeah. So let's say you want to um, you want to lock all your sketches. You go to product, you pick your product, you go to attribute, and you pick your sketch attribute. And then you go here, let me show it as you're saying it. So Marvel Masterpieces and then Attributes. I see, I don't, I, ah, this is interesting. You see, it's very interesting. There are different ways of doing this. Yes, yes. yeah, there okay. really is. That is a short and, then, and then you just hit lock and it will lock just those two cards. And then that's over. That's interesting. Now, they're actually, both of those are locked because they're um, black cat cards. They're black cat. To myself. Um, Ooh, I like so that, they're... Remy. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. It's just take a moment. Nice, isn't it? That looks really good. I like the red. Style going on. Yeah, I like it. I dig um, it. I really dig it. We're just going to spend all, all our time looking at this. Um, <laughs> as with um, a lot of things, it's really... Uh, the beauty of EPACs is there are two different ways you could have done that. So let me show you the other way, just just as an example. No, smart, because this, this, is, this is really the issue. Not an yeah. issue, but this is really the thing about EPAC is that because there's so many options for people to do things, a lot of times people miss stuff or not notice things yeah. or whatever the case may be. And, and, you know, it's good to go over it. Yeah, absolutely. The other, the other good thing about this is that once you, once you, which is why we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the navigation today. Um, once you suss the navigation, you're 90% of the way there. Yeah, um, you really are. Cause then it just becomes quick hand and you figure everything out yeah. very fast. Yeah, very fast. Um, so, there's two ways I could go back to where I started on this. I can do it the long way, so I can untick sketches. So if you click on it, like clicking the X, yeah. So actually, no, you just click on sketches again. Really? X, yeah. The X just shows you what you've got selected. There it is. It's interesting, isn't it? It's like uh, I didn't know. So that. If I click Marvel masterpieces again, oh, you'll see that my that collection. There we go. It goes back up there, uh-huh. and all the products are then listed. Um, interesting. What um, the other the way you could have done that then? So you you went through it by selecting masterpieces, and then going down to attribute and selecting sketches, which is just there. What I would have done is if you t- um, a lot of time on it. It's not for all sets. The earlier sets they didn't do this, but most sets since SKT is the mm. for what appears in this first column, and you'll see there sketch and then i mean i don't happen to have that many here um and in some cases in some sets so you'll notice there's nothing showing there from uh Fleer ultra spider-man 2017 which was when epax was fairly new so this has been a a thing that they brought in and so since then virtually every sketch card does have that uh, yeah numbering and identification so you can find it that way but i think your way is the, the foolproof thing and then i can just select it no i think that's great well it actually brings up another point so there is also a, a trick sometimes um something not trick something you should know let's say you have an autograph card right and it's of a particular character if the title of that card is not the particular character you can't search for it yeah so you know for instance you have the jim um, what auto is that? 
Jim Starlin. That might Jim Starlin. come up as Jim Starlin, but this time that's going to come up as Jim Starlin. Usually, from my experience, most of the ones that have an autograph will come up under the name of the person who signed it. Yeah. See, for instance, like the Jim Starlin Warlock, you could type in Warlock and get that card. But if you had typed in, if it didn't have Jim Starlin on, or if it didn't have Warlock on it, and you typed Warlock, it wouldn't show up. And I've seen users kind of like freak out, like, oh, wait, where's my card? It's only because of the way they are titling these cards. Yes, yes. which they have now started to be more consistent with. But as with yes. all things, this is programmed by humans. And so yeah. although they're sticking to rules, those rules have slightly changed depending on the set. Now, there's a number of ways you can get back to basics. Now, what I did earlier was I actually unclicked off what I had selected but there's right. a really quick way of doing it which is just click this button here clear filters and done and it takes you back to your full there. full collection now I'm still viewing it they added descending so I'm going to go back to the default view which is descending and what this does is it shows it to you in order of the product so the set um most of them yeah. so um, really- yeah most recent release and it also does that when you click on product here Mm. So you'll see there, I haven't bought anything from anything released since 80th anniversary. So I haven't bought any Spider-Man Far From Home. I haven't bought any Marvel Weekly because they were right. the top most products on that list. Um, so, And then you can also collapse the Marvel 80th anniversary base set. So if you go to the arrow, right, or just click, click on the, the bar. blue, yeah. it'll collapse it and you'll go to the next... Yeah inserts from that same set and then eventually you can get out of that set so here's a good example so this one's only got one card in it so you can see i'm collapsing it opening it collapsing it opening it so you you can do that so you can do that and one of the one of the questions was um i think from kevin is that if you've got a lot of cards like this and you want to find something then it's actually, I know I can collapse it, but it actually takes quite a while to look at it, which is why it's really good that you get the hang of this this left-hand navigation because you can straight away go to product and just go to the set you want to look at. So say I wanted to look at 2019 Marvel Weekly. And when I go to that, everything is unlocked because my, my set is somewhere else. I'll come back to that in a moment because um, that, that's that's talking about you know, how you can see locked, unlocked and, and, and right. transfer items. So, um, so there's my Marvel weekly cards that I have remaining for trade and they're all unlocked, uh, from the 2019 set. Um, so I could either click on that one or I can click clear filters. So I'll click clear filters. So I'm going to go back to the view part up here. When you go to that, you remember I said that you can only do the lock part when you're here. So if I wanted to lock that name or card, for example. Yes. If I go to the kind of card view, I get from, in my head I call this the poker view because it's kind of, they're all laid out. I like that. I like okay. Um, so if you go here, you don't see the lock function, but you do no. see something else. And this is, this is one of the little hidden things on EPACs. And I didn't discover this for the longest time. Same. How do I know, Norin? How do I know what, um, if I've just pulled something, who's looking for that card? Well, well I don't know, Ian. Whoa. Tell me. Excitement builds. See that little binoculars there? 
I do. I see the binoculars. Yeah. So when you hover over it, it says, see who wishlisted this, which it doesn't do on the mobile. Um, so that's new to me. So if I click on that, what it will do is it will show me which users have that card on their wish list. So I can then look at each of these users and look at their collection and see if there's anything that they have that I need to then set up a trade. Yep. Beautiful. That's, that's brilliant, but none of that There's a second part to it. There is a second part to it. They've got the cards on their wish list, but they might be wanting to do something similar with what they they bought, and that only works if you put the cards on your wish list. Yes. So, let's just say for the sake of argument that I don't own this card, okay? Okay. I want this card, or I want more copies of this card. The simplest way to add an item to your wish list is click the heart, and it's on my wish list. And if I done. unclick it, it's gone. And that you can do on both views. So if I go to the list view, click the heart, it's on my wish list. Take it off, it's off. There you go. It's How do you view list. your whole wish list, Ian? Mm, well, let's have a look. So you can see my collection here. Now, there's a little red herring here, items on my wish list. So that comes up as an option because I've got 21 items in my collection that are on my wish list. That probably means that I need more copies of those particular cards, mm -hmm. possibly because I have to combine a certain number of them to get a certain item. So, so this is one way you can do it, but it's not the best way you can do it, so I'm not going to go there. So, oh, really? No, no. Well, that just shows me what I own that's on my wish list. Right, I go, I go, right, okay, right. Mm -hmm. I, guess. So, I don't want to jump ahead. So, yeah, there is a way you can do it on this menu, but what I'm going to do is take you back to this one because I think it's important people get familiar with this. So if you open up my EPAC, so where I am now on the left is my collection, which is the top one. You've got an option there called wish list. So if you click on that, it's no longer showing you your collection unless there's some items on your wish list that you already own okay so you'll see here items on my wish list i've got 450 items on my wish list i'm such a greedy 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 man greedy greedy, greedy. <laughs> um you'll see this that i actually own 60 of those which you think oh that might be a bit strange so again that goes back to um needing doubles and needing doubles or needing cards yeah and exactly all some, as we saw on last week's episode some cards you need a hundred of Yes, to redeem for a certain special card. So, um, so that wouldn't be unusual. But effectively speaking, if I wasn't Belay, which is my user, someone else can see this. So someone can go to my profile. And this is, I'm going to show you somewhere else to find it. So you'll notice I'm in my wish list, and the navigation works exactly the same. So I can look at all the sets. You can even do it by year, although I, I never use that. Genre I do use um, because you'll notice um, Marvel is in there, um, and that's handy if you've got someone who's got a lot of sports cards in their collection. Yeah, no kidding. And there are guys who have hundreds of thousands of sports cards, but they might only have 3,000 Marvel cards, of which you want to see what they've got. So that's handy for that. Um, but um, So that's here. But if I wasn't, if I wasn't me, I could go to... The, my uh, belay there it wouldn't show me all this but if i was someone else it would show me this wish list and i could go into it that way um so that should take me back to where i was just now there we go 
that's my wish list. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to show you what that looks like if you're looking at someone else's collection. Okay. So let me go back to my collection, my pack, my collection. We'll get there in the end. Okay. So there's my name or card, but I want to see who is looking for that card. So I go to Pokeview, see who's looking at this. Right, I'm going to look at Muse. So this is another user. So when you click on the name, you don't see all of the stuff that you saw on your own view um, in their kind of user profile page because obviously you're not them, so you can't see all the stuff you know, to control your account right. to do all that. But what you can see is some very, very important options. Um, badges is just something to make people feel good about themselves. means nothing to anyone on EPAC, so I wouldn't worry about that. Not at all. Um, so you can see, <laughs> you can view their collection. So it takes you to, to, to a view of their collection, very similar to, to my own. You can start a trade with them. You can message them, or you can look at their wish list. And this this fella's keen he's got a lot of cards uh or this lady um or this non-gender specific person um is keen they've got 8670 cards when you Ooh. open yeah you when you open it now this is this is where this view becomes a little bit cumbersome so when i'm looking at someone's wish list or someone's collection i always do it on this view because I, I find the pictures a bit overwhelming yeah that's a lot so there we go so you can see that which is fine but i don't want to then scroll down through and by the way if you scroll on this you'll always have this where it like picks up the next part of the screen as you're scrolling yep and it just it just takes a while um takes a which is why you can always do that but it still does that or you can simply go over here so this this fella muse or lady or non-gender specific or prefer not to say um you can you can do a couple of things here first of all okay this person has got almost nine thousand items on their wish list how many items do i own <laughs> and then you can click on that and you say right how many things that this person needs have i, I love that part um and you can just click on only items i own it's still still churning away here so that's why hockey's still showing there we go so there we go so I've got 478 cards that Muse would like. Um, and I could kind of strike up a trade with this person. Now, <clears throat> the one weakness to this is that you can't see here, okay, I own that many items. But because I'm looking at his wish list, I can't filter it to say how many of those are unlocked. So I might own 478 cards that Muse wants, but... I might only have a hundred of them that are available for trade because I might have locked the others. Ah, interesting. Um, now, so the only way to <laughs> the only way to properly know this is to start a trade. Yeah. Okay. So this is the trade screen, and we'll go into this a bit more in a minute. So if you go onto you you give, and it will give you a bit more of an indication on that four hundred and seventy eight cards. So. You notice the number's different here, 250. The 478 counts the number of individual items. The 250 there groups it and doesn't take into account multiples of the same card, which is a little bit of a weird thing in the system. So basically, I've got 250 different things of which some of them I have more than one of. So there, for example, the Hulk. 
I've got three copies of that. So that's why it said 478 when I went into the... Um, I see, yeah. So I'm in the trade functionality here, but now I can say, okay, I own this many items and then this many of them are unlocked because I don't want to accidentally trade with this person stuff that I've got locked unless I'm choosing to do so. So I could quite happily just tick Namor just there and you'll see that it appears down the bottom in you give. Um, and because it's nice to give, but it's also nice to receive. True. <laughs> I can go in here and I can say, okay, I'm not actually going to complete this trade, by the way, but I'm just going to go through the motions. Um, I say, oh, yeah, I really need that Brad Marchand uh, hockey purple parallel, so I'm going to click on that. Lovely. Uh, and then I click return to trade, just at the top left here, which appears when you're in trading uh, view. The rest of the nav is exactly the same as when I was looking at my collection. So I go to return to trade, and it just says, okay, you're receiving this, you're giving this. Happy with that? What do we think, Noin? Are we happy with that? Who isn't happy with that? Who isn't happy with that? That, that looks like a blinding trade. He'd be mad not to bite my nose off. So I click submit. Are you sure you want to submit this? Now, at this point, I'm not actually going to do it because... No, of course not. <laughs> I have a feeling, even though I know nothing about hockey cards, I have a feeling a purple parallel is probably worth more, worth more than a, um, a digital base card. I need five of those Namors to actually get a physical... The card. physical Namor. So I'm not going to submit that. Um, and I just... Now, I could return to the trades. Mm -hmm. I can cancel it. Now, if I click return to trades, it goes back to my trade screen, which I haven't shown you yet, so I'll come back to that. Um, I can click cancel. Sure, I went to cancel. Yeah, you bet you I do. So there we go. <laughs> and what it will now do is it will take me back to... This is um, kind of... These are mini dashboards within industrial. This is a trading dashboard, and it shows me... Yes. But I'm going to go back over here because I think it, this is the one I want people to get used to. So my pack. So we've looked at my collection. Yep. We've looked at wish list. Yep. Locked items is simply that. So you'll, you, if I click on that, it will take me to the My Collection view. But I'll already have a filter applied. Locked items just there. Hmm. Which is pretty cool. And I can I think it's really cool. And I can see, then see everything. Yep. So just tick on that. Now then, I hear you cry. What's the next mm -hmm. thing that was on the list? So we've done filtering. We've done wish list. Uh, finding stuff to trade. So, search trading marketplace. Oh, the best feature. Now this. <laughs> this, this is the better. feature. This is the rabbit hole. Um, but effectively, when you're looking at your collection, you're just looking at exactly the same functionality as the entirety of the EPAC system, but just filtered by only items I own. So when you go to search trading marketplace, you can just click on the search function there. And what it will do, it's kind of, do you remember when eBay started? Yes. Do you remember that? Do you remember you used to be able to, I don't think they allow it now because eBay's so big, it crashes the site. Probably doesn't, but um, you used to be able to just do a blank search and it would show you how many items were listed on eBay at that time. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that happens anymore. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that anymore. I think you just see a lot of sponsored stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is kind of the, the equivalent of that. So this is, this is everything that's in the public marketplace. So basically, it's everything that every user owns that's not locked. And that's kind of it. 
Um, and it, but the rules of, of viewing this work in exactly the same way as, as your own collection. Yeah. Yeah. So the navigation and the working your way around it. So the product, again, it lists it in the order of release. Uh, so the most recent thing released would have been Overwatch League game dated moments. What's that? I think it's the players who play Overwatch. I think so. Game dated moments. I think it's something relative to like play within the last week or something like that. I mean, uh-huh. it's cards that they produce really quickly. I was like, oh. They have uh, a lot of different cards on here. They have cards an awful lot about dogs. They do have cards about dogs. They have just about the presidents. We won't talk about that. Uh, See, this is why we're Marvel only. Yeah, because our knowledge. If I, start, <laughs> if I start talking about presidential stuff, I'll start talking about the press conference that Trump did yesterday, and it'll just make me annoyed. Um, so let's move on. So you can you can you can filter this now. If you know what you're looking for, you can go through this whole list, which is great. But of course, you'll see the whole list here. You'll notice this side of the screen is struggling to catch up because it's trying to list everything independently. <laughs> but you can it's scroll even down. funnier when you have the images. <laughs> it is. Um, you can scroll down and slower. Um, you can scroll down this side, which is fine. I mean, you can see there's an awful lot of products that Upper Deck have put out. So what I often find is it's easier. If you know where you're going, I'd scroll straight too because I know roughly where it is. Yeah. For example, Fleer Ultra Spider-Man, which didn't have the date in front of it. It's the title. But that drives me crazy. This is the genre part. You just click on mm. Wow. So that's as many Marvel cards as they have. Yeah. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that there are 30, no, 3.2, almost 3.3 million available to trade. <laughs> so who knows what's locked? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and, and the fact, if you saw my collection there, I had two thirds of the stuff that I've got locked. Now, that it's, it's I, me yeah. that I've still got a lot of my cards. I own them, but they're stored in this system. I haven't exported them to then have them shipped to me yet. Right. And I've kind of so let they're just hanging out in a warehouse. They're just, they're just sitting, sitting in the warehouse. And when I choose to have them shipped to me, um, and I can do that just by selecting specific cards or doing whole sets or just subsets or just taking whatever I want. It could be free cards, it could be 3,000. Oh, and by the way, warehouse and, and get them all. The, see, that's what I was going to say. Just so everybody knows, if you are an email subscriber, when we plan our coup and we're going to take over the warehouse, we will let you know through that service there. Yep. So everybody's aware. So, because we know where it is. We've looked at satellite photos. We know they're on reduced staff. We've done our preparation for this. So we have a couple of people who are willing. So just let us know. We probably will we'll let you know. We might need to rethink putting this out into public domain. FBI could be watching. Do the FBI know how to use YouTube? I mean, it was your idea, so... I'm in the UK. They can't touch me. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have an escape goat. <laughs> this might be the point. This might be the appropriate moment for me to do my Michael Caine impression because I know certain people have actually. Asked We've been me looking for a moment for this. We've been looking for a moment. This is kind of a, a really awkward segue because there. It's a lot of pressure, though. It is. Actually. No, let's wait. We'll I'll wait until it. the middle of the episode, I'll and you just drop it. it. It'll just happen. It. Yeah, I'll Naturally. drop it. Yeah, much like no a, pressure. Much like a fart in a lift, I'll drop it. Anyway, so um, ignore the fact that it says unreleased items there. That doesn't normally... <laughs> We've lost him. He's gone. I'm here. I'm here. And I'm here. My sponsors. Um, so unreleased items doesn't normally happen. 
is relating to the slightly um, snafu'd release of Marvel Weekly 2020 that we're not going to talk about this episode. Uh, We'll we'll hold off on that because um, uh, you wouldn't normally see unreleased items and TBD unreleased items um, on this list. So we'll just quickly (laughs) collapse that part of it. Yeah. Um, So when you look on here, you've got Marvel. It it basically still tries to show you them in the order that they they happened. it's, it's struggling a little bit because there's an awful lot of stuff it's trying to filter through. So once you've applied the genre um, thing, you can then go and you can select whatever you want to, which is fine. So if, if you want to look at it that way, that's fine. Now, I know that someone who's listening has just decided to start a um, Electra personal collection. So what if I just wanted to search for... Oh. I'm not sure what went wrong. My Amazon device, and I'm not going to say the name of it, just thought that Electra meant Alexa. Alexa, shush. There we go. Always listening in that one. Lowering. I should probably push the button to tell her to. There we go. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) Bad enough she cuts in at the best of times without me being recording a podcast. So so you can see everything that's got the name Electra in somewhere in the title of the card. This is a huge benefit to character collectors out there. Huge benefit. And look how many Electra cards someone's got to chase. Look at them. Do they have pictures for all these? Can we see some pictures? Yeah, we can. Just to, we can. I'm just scrolling through the notes. Whenever you click on any of these, you can just open it up and you can see Ooh. card. Um, or the easiest way to do it is just go back to the top. There's a handy arrow there that I, I didn't see. Um, and click on grid view, and then it will just show Ooh. you. Uh, take a moment. The loveliness of it all. There we go. Oh, and there we go. Think of which ones. Those are good. Ah, I never pulled one of those. Yeah, I really need those two. Well, they're on my... See the, the hearts there? So this isn't my <laughs> wish list. public marketplace, but these are on my wish list. Oof. Yeah, I really... I love that Marvel Flare Copper Age Electra. This one. Mm-hmm. That is that's All those cards. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Again, these are physical, except yep. for uh, the, that no, one. One, actually. So five of yes. those... Five like, of those... Makes you that one, and there you go. Yeah, so you gotta have five of those digital ones, and then you redeem them, right? Which we showed you earlier, yeah, to get that one. Yeah, um, then there's a retro parallel version of it, and uh, so these are from Marvel 80. So, underneath, you can see it tells you which set they're from, so it's different yes. ways of looking at it, and you can, yeah, through. and now. This is the really cool part. This is the part that stalkers like me use all the time. <laughs> so let's say we'll do the Copper Age Electra throughout the, through, the, through the ages. Now, when you click on that, you'll be taken to this next screen, which will show you every user who owns one of these cards. Yep. Now, this is the tricky part. And here's a little insider tip for all of our friends out there. The better chance of the trade happening is if they have doubles. Yes which you will notice you'll see a number or their name will appear twice. Like Sushi Yoshi mm-hmm. has two of those, right? Unless he's redeeming something, which you can't, unless he has a personal set or a second or she, regardless, you can see, or you can even look at redeemed ones. Sometimes people just redeem things to collect the redemption, but don't want the full set, especially if they have yeah, doubles. The achievement. Yeah. Yeah you might have a better chance of getting their redeemed card than one that's not redeemed. Yeah. Which and redeemed, 
right? Which will hold more value. Now the redeemed one, let's say it's just for your private collection. You're like, I'm an electric character. I just want this card. I'm not going to redeem anything. It's my one off. My advice would either go for the doubles or go for one of those that have been redeemed. Mm -hmm. And that probably will yield you the better chance of the card being traded to you. Yeah. I mean, it, it still goes, if it's redeemed, um, and they've only got one of them, chances are they might still want that as part of their personal collection. So, Agreed. Um, so that's, that's the, the interesting thing is, is you know that you reference the numbers under them and we're not seeing numbers here. That's to do with where you started. So I'm just going to go back one to here because we were looking at it. Yes. On this view. <laughs> so if you go back to this view, Okay, so you can no longer see a picture of the card, but we know which one we want to look at. We want to look right. at this one. Okay. Uh, it's, in, uh, it's interesting. It doesn't... Uh, on, <laughs> it usually does do it. Yeah, see, it yeah does you're it right. Phone. No, it does it on a phone. Ah, that's what it, it is. shows you the little two. So, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. It shows me both of them there. But if I'm looking, uh, certainly if I was on my phone, it would have a little two just in the bottom corner here to indicate that this user had two of them. Right. Um, and this might be a little extra for everybody. Ian and I have gone a little crazy with these rainbow hunts, but sometimes if you're hunting down a hundred cards to make a rainbow, yep. what I will do is I'll go to command minus on a Mac or option minus on a Mac and basically make this screen uh, uh, smaller so I can see more cards in one space. And then what I do is I print off a screen grab. Yeah. And basically, you can print off that, no color, save some color, and just cross things out for people who tell you. Because you're going to get people who tell you, this is never for trade. This is my personal thing. I yeah. just, they don't use the lock feature. Yeah. Or, you know, someone doesn't get back to you in a week. What I do is I just cross them out and I put never responded. Yeah. Try again in a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when you're hunting down a hundred cards. Yeah. Make a rare card that probably yeah. only one's going to exist. This kind of stuff can kind of help you out. It's a little bit of a shortcut yeah. for me. I, I've, the thing is, I've seen photos of, of, of you doing that, and it's one of like it's like one of those things where detectives yeah. stuff on the wall and then <laughs> the pins and the strings. It's like that. Yeah, it's a little it's crazy. Like, which is yeah, yeah. Which which clearly works for you because you've achieved two rainbow foils within as, as almost as many weeks. Uh, by doing yeah. it, so um, so it was fast. You. So I'm going to commission you. You'll be like a bounty. Like, <laughs> Actually, you know, I had two people ask me. Ooh, okay, we can Mandalorian it up. Yeah. I'm I'm I I like this title. Actually, I'm quitting everything. That's it. Yeah. I'm making well, a business okay. card. You want you want to you want to be wearing metal for the next podcast? You can do. Uh, oh, I got to get Harry to get me a suit. I'm ready. This is the way. This is the way. Ah, oh, so good. Uh, I've still not finished watching it, by the way. I'm on episode five, I think. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like I it a lot. Do. I will do. So, uh, where was I? So, um, so if you wanted to find a particular card, um, so this is the best way to find stuff to look on your wish list. So, I'm going to assume, for example, <laughs> that I want to build an Electra personal collection. So, what I would do is I would go down here and go, okay, I'm going to click the heart on all of these because this is effectively building up your checklist of cards that you want to find. Yes. Um, and then all you would do to, to kind of look at that would be to go back over here, go to my wish list. And I'm just going to, I'm going to just do this with, um, once it loads, I'm going to type in black cat. 
there, in fact, there it is. It's remembered it. There it comes. Okay, so you can see. Um, in fact, I haven't looked at this for a while. Whether there's any black cat sketch cards from Marvel 80th that are actually showing in the marketplace. Are there any? See, I'm clicking on this. And it's not doing anything because, of course, I'm not in the trading marketplace. I'm on my own uh, wish list, but <laughs> I think it should do. Bear with. Hmm. I'm interested. Yeah. There's so many, this is the thing. There's so many ways to navigate around this. Here we go. Right. There it is. So you'll see there, it's, 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 if it's like that, it means there's none available for trade in the marketplace. Yeah. Interesting that that's a Captain America shield. Yeah, I don't know why. I wonder if that's <laughs> one of those. Pancake <laughs> needs to get that card he to complete to his set. Um, God, some, people sure. tell me that and it drives me crazy because I'm like, you know, you need that for your set. And in my head, I'm like, no, I don't. And then a day later, I'm like, oh my God, I do. <laughs> um, weirdly, yeah, I see. I know there are, I know there are, let me just click on trade for this item. Here we go. So I know there are two of these on there it might not have shown the image because there's more than one option to show that that might be why it's done it so yeah um, probably so rather nice cards aren't they i like i like the matt murdoch yeah i know i like that i know you don't you like the other one which is funny actually to be honest with you i mean but i like this style but no i like the style but you don't like the eyelids i can't can't be doing yeah uh, no sorry and this one is (laughs) yeah it's not for me not for me. I love it. No, sorry. Yeah, 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 souls. Um, so that's how you add items to your wish list. Yes. Um, and finding stuff to trade is right. is pretty much the same process because you would go through here and you'd be like, okay, I want to I want to look for. Say you decided I want to get into collecting Marvel 80th. So you go to search trading marketplace, and the first thing I would do is change it to list view, um, and then filter it down to the product. Yep. So I'm just going to do this here. Go to products. Uh, Marvel 80th is there. And you would literally work your way down and just tick hearts. So often I do it. that if there's a new set releasing, which can take a little bit of time to do, but trust me, you know, it, it'll take a good five minutes for you to put a heart on every single one of the Marvel 80th set. But on the day of release, I did that. And they only start appearing in the trading marketplace once people start opening packs and they appear in the system. Now, if they lock and them, people, they don't appear here. People trade fast on ePack, especially when a product releases. So having your wish list prepped and ready, if they're trying to redeem something that basically they're trying to run everybody off, they're trying to get ahead of everybody to redeem something they are using this wish list function, the people who know what they're doing and, the and they are looking for those people and trades yeah. are just going to fly your way. Yeah. Trust. That's yeah. just exactly what it is, but it's yeah. fast. It yeah. happens very quickly, yeah. especially with redeemable big ticket items. Like um, we just had one where you could get original comic book art. That was Marvel. 80th. And that was Marvel 80th. And basically if you redeemed, I think it was like the whole set. Um, right? Basically, yeah. uh, other inserts and stuff like that. You were able to get one of these eight or 10, Ian? Uh, there were 10 of them. Um, you know what? This what is a perfect doing? segue. Well, into let's go looking. to achievements. There we go. Yeah. So if you go to this nav here, you'll see achievements there. Um, 
quest i don't know what quest challenge is in i have a feeling it's for non-marvel related cards so we're not going to go near that so that's the the interesting thing about a lot of the menus is that there's a lot of things you would just never use or touch (laughs) um certainly not for that i've done uh but anyway go to achievements and will it load will it master 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 you can ring it, people will actually see the faces I make when I do these voices now, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Good faces. <laughs> um, uh, now, achievements is a really, really interesting part of the site. Um, what it will do is it will, first of all, it will show you your most recent achievement progress, which is a handy little shortcut. Yes. But I'm not going to look at that. You can just literally, you can browse through it in the same way you would anything else. You can go and look at all the different sets. We can filter it by genre. So let's just look at Marvel, for example. Filter that. And it will just, the interesting thing is they appear already collapsed. You notice this isn't an open list? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be good if the rest of the site did that? Or you could select the default. I think that would be smart. Yeah. Anyway, save time um, on loading. It would. Uh, Marvel 80th anniversary. So if you look here, so in Marvel 80th anniversary, there were six parts of the set that you could complete. And what it would do, and you can see here, so if you complete the base color spike, which is 1 to 100, you get the letter M, Marvel History Achievements. And you can view it. There it is. And I've got one of those because I completed that. Okay. Yeah, you did. Uh, then you get the A, which you get the high series retro parallel. And you view that one. Lovely stuff. There it is. And then the R, the V, the E, and the L. Now, the first 10 people to get all six of those achievements, and some of them are pretty tricky, very tricky to do. Really tricky, especially when they're short prints. So just yeah. so everybody knows, the SP that you see there, that just means short print. And that means sometimes they can be numbered, sometimes they can't. It just means that there's a lesser amount of those cards. Yeah. Um, and some of these, in fact, for example, one of these, which one is it? Let me read through. It's getting to this one, the R. Mm. It's five. Uh, it says 100 cards there, but to get those 100 physical cards, you have to have 500 digital versions because it's five digital for each of the 100 cards. So, you have so to for five digital cards, cards, you get one actual yeah. card, and, and there's one, 100 actual cards in that yeah. set. And they're one a pack, those 500 digital cards. So it's a beast. So in the first 24, 36 hours after this set dropped, whenever I pulled one of those, I would get three or four offers instantly because people were racing to get these original comic art. You'll see that's grayed out because they all went. Mm-hmm. But basically, the first 10 collectors to redeem a complete six-card Marvel history set, which is this. So I've got this six-card thing, but I got it maybe two months after release. That's how long it took. Like a normal person. Serious trading. But some people <laughs> went in deep. I mean, I'm talking belt buckle deep. So um, I'm going to show you in the trading marketplace. I have a feeling that some of those are still showing in the trading marketplace, those original comic art achievements. In fact, no, that's not relevant to this, so I'm not going to do that. But um, if you look, you can see what all the different achievements are for the different sets, and it will tell you what you need to get for each of them. So uh, Marvel 80 is a good one. It's actually a relatively small set in terms of that. Yeah. 
click on back to get rid of that. Go away. Go away. There we go. Um, this does bring us into our second part, though. Beast. Flare. Yeah. This does bring us into our second bit. Everyone remembered those checklists from the 90s, right? The card you would get in your pack with checklists, and you could put your check mark on it with a Sharpie if you were a horrible collector as a kid, like I was. Um, <laughs> what you can do here using our menu item, you can actually see the checklist. Let's do it. And this is just relevant because if you're cross-referencing this with trying to get the achievements and everything like that, this is just a segue into it. So I was, also, the other key thing here that a lot of people don't know is that um, when you go to the store and you go to buy a pack, it'll only show you what's available. Yeah. If you want to see the archive of all the packs that have come to ePack, you go to checklist and since sold out and since sold out which many have especially in the marvel sector going to marvel <sighs> marvelous so uh, an example would be um <clears throat> he says scrolling uh would be marvel masterpieces 2018 so that's no longer available to purchase but it has it was on there so you can um you can see the checklist by clicking there um, and the handy thing is it, it, it's kind of a similar kind of navigation, but you don't have that left-hand pane there. Right. What you do is you can go through there and you can just see every card listed and it ticks it off as to where we are. And then you can even click the one that's ticked on it and it takes you to your collection to yeah. look at it. Um, also, the, yeah. But the crazy tells, it shows you all of them in the site. It shows yeah. you everybody mm. who has it. So if you need it, you can click on the ones that are not checked as well, right? Like, let's say if you needed... You can do. Let's just click on that one again, because th there you can see the numbers. This guy owns 15 of them. In fact, there I you go. That is. That's Pankit. 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 Damn, Pankit. Um, this guy's got 45 of them. Mike, you know who that me. is. I know, I know exactly who that is. He's a very, very, very nice man. Um, very, very nice man. And that's Stephen Good Bagley. guy. So you know who these users are. we know everybody on that first row. There are, uh, apart from... Yeah, I don't do know, Kaz. No, I think I do yeah. know who that is. That's Brandon. Um, also, Owns. member of uh, Character Club. So there's, Brandon. A, there's a lot of people here. Um, and the, the interesting thing is someone, I can't remember who it was, um, said they found it frustrating that the avatars, that the names weren't of the actual people. And I guess it's, it's one of those things you just get to know as you go through it. And that's the same with any form. Yeah. And the sucky thing is you can't change it, which you're locked into that name. Are you sure? I can show me how, because I've been dying to change my name. No, the reason I say is because there's a guy that I was trading with for the longest time um, and his... Um, uh, occasionally and his username has changed recently it shrunk um, oh lucky yeah, yeah I don't how know do you, how yeah. I genuinely don't know how but I'm not going to spend time now having a look at it no 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 no, no. Um, we don't no 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 but, uh, but anyway you can see everyone's usernames there and you can you know, click on these and if you wanted to trade with that person you just click on that little tick there for new trade so if I decided I want to trade Spoos for his uh, leader card from Marvel Masterpieces 2018, I would do. But he's only got one of them. So chances are yeah. I'd go for someone who's got more than one of them, like this fella. So Also, too, a really good hint, Ian does this as well, I'm sure, is that if you only see they have one of it, double check to see if they already have the full set. If they already have the full set, it's probably not on the table. Yeah, they might highly, highly doubt yeah. it's not on the table. Yeah. Um, 
if they only have one and they have three others and it's not even close to being a full set, send them a trade. Like that's what I found really was helpful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, one thing we, we haven't shown is these are all small thumbnails. If you click just on that. Yes. Best part. You can turn it over. Especially useful if you're looking at serial numbers, which are there. Um, Trying to go to alpha or omegas. Yeah, you can turn it as well. Just see what's there. Um, But it's it's pretty cool. I like that. Very cool. Quite a funky little thing. Um, Some of the images don't always are the best reflection of the actual physical card, as you can see. (laughs) Not all the time. Yeah. So, um, which is interesting. So we've looked at the checklists. Uh, we've looked at the achievements. Um, I want to now look at opening packs and buying packs. So if I go to my dashboard, there it is. There's my dashboard. You can see here a number of things on here. And um, one thing that's in the top corner of the screen just there is store, which is also in that navigation there. So let's go to the store. The reason I went back to my dashboard is I'm going to do the free pack of the day. So I've saved that for this. So, cause it demonstrates the process of, of buying a pack pretty well. So let's go to store. And if you've not done the daily free e-pack thing, it's basically, it's a single digital card. You can eventually, but you need quite a lot of them. I think you need 20 of each. Um, get a physical card from it so it is kind of something that's free it is something for nothing in that regard um but if i go let me move our little there we go we're going to go over there there we are um if i click on the daily free e-pack thing you'll see that i've got a list of options i always go for the doctor strange one because it's the only marvel one that's there uh, i do that or the dinosaur one <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's dinosaurs in your collection that's bizarre i, I like the dinosaur uh, <laughs> then you open you open that now it doesn't actually give me the the multiple um option there but you'll notice with all these things is that there's a little option next to it for checklist and dice so checklist takes you literally to the page that we were seeing just now where you saw the checklist for that set and the dice just pulls up a little thing i mean that's that's rubbish it doesn't actually tell you anything but let's no. look at one that's actually if you go to like premiere or shield yeah, let's go to this one and it tells you the odds this is basically what you see on a pack or a box of cards. It's exactly what you'd see on one of these. So on the back, it would say collect limited edition cards and it would give you the odds. So it's legally what they have to show. Right. What the odds, because effectively, I'm not sure if it legally is, it's a type of gambling. Oh, look at this. It's from Amazing Spider-Man 94. I think I want to buy an Amazing Spider-Man pack. I've already got one locked and loaded, ready to go. Um, Oh, you're a genius. Yes, which I I shouldn't have spent on, but I did. Anyway, so let's let's go to my daily uh, free pack. So I go in there, open that. And it has a little think, and it opens it. We should play the drinking game as to whether or not it'll have an image of Benedict Cumberbatch on the card. Um, (laughs) Click on open. And there it is. It moves it over there, and I can look at it. And it does have Benedict Cumberbatch on the card. Look at that. There we go. There it is. Marvellous. 
So that's perfect. Right. And the, the interesting thing is, once you've finished opening a pack, it always prompts because the whole, yeah, obviously, this is a retail site, so they want you to buy right. more. So the prompt is always to buy more. So there's two places I can go. I can go to buy more, which will take me to the store. You can go to show all new items. So this is what I was, when I started, I was talking about the navigation. What yeah. this does, it shows you just what you've just purchased. Which is nice because then nice. if you go to the gallery view, you can just kind of look at all your cards yeah. and kind of enjoy it. Or you can lock it. Straight or away, you can lock you think, it straight oh, away. I want that one. I need that one. I can lock it straight away. Sure. So we'll demonstrate that again in a minute. But if I'd gone to uh, buy more. Or you can lock the whole box. Like this can. is the opportunity yeah. where you can yeah, like you the can whole thing. Yeah. Um, if I'd gone to the store, which is here. So someone did ask, um, what, you know, how do I buy more than one pack at a time or more than one box? And it might seem an obvious question, but it's actually, if you don't know, you don't know. So you let's, really let's just have a go. Yeah. So um, they always have products that they're pushing at the moment at the top there's anywhere between the featured products those. yeah and then it's by category so it works in the same way as the checklists so we're going to marvel and again it will display these in most recent release first that's still in stock okay so let's go marvel agents of shield when i click there it will give me options do you want to buy a pack do you want to buy a box do you want to buy a case and it tells you the prices so if i go pack defaults to one if i want more than one that's your option. You just go up and down that, which is the same on the browser, um, on a phone. You just click that, and you go to cart. So it goes, and there it goes. And any minute now, I'll have five appear there because I select five packs. Come on, you can do it. There we go. There it is. So I click on my cart. I'm not actually going to buy these, by the way. But it gives you another option to change what you're doing here. So if I said, ah, five, actually, I've changed mine. I want seven. You can change the number there and just click update. And it will change the amount. Any second now. Come on, there we go. It's changed it. And then you can go check out. Or you can continue yep. shopping. And it stays yeah, just like any other e-commerce site. Just and then, of course, if you want to just take it out of your car, you just hit the X. Yeah, or clear cart. Or clear cart. Yeah, so if you want to do an individual item, you can do that. And it would... Like if you do, like, yeah, if you do multiple packs from different series you can kind of edit your cart. You're not yeah. locked in immediately, which yeah. is the thing I worried about when I first started doing this. Yeah. I'm just going to show you something. I'm not going to buy. Oh, I want to do it. Should I do it? You know what? Should I do it? If you've do got it. 300 bucks to spare, then by all means. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I didn't have the 1399 for the pack I just bought. So there we go. So you can see the, the you got two options. There you go. Say, oh, actually, I don't want to buy that. It's a bit rich. I'll just click on the X. I'll do it. Refresh in a moment. And it's coming. There we go. There we go. Done. And if I want that, if I want to do everything gone, I just clear cart and it would just. And it's all cleared out. Like screen. I think it comes up with, I think it takes you back to the store. I oh, know. You have no items in your cart, go to store. Well, the interesting thing is, I already have a pack that I purchased to open. So let's yes. So, again, we're into this navigation here, which on, which on a mobile browser appears on the left-hand side, so it appears over there. And I will put uh, a screenshot of how that looks on a mobile browser onto the tasting notes. Uh, but this whole video is going to be the tasting notes for this episode, which will save a little bit of time. So my collection we looked at, locked items we looked at, it's just a filtered way to look at my collection. Wish list, badges, it's up to you. Um, open my packs. So there we go. So if you click on that, so I have one packet of Fleer Ultra Spider-Man. So we're going to do pack of the week. 
I want you to get a spot plate so I can just pay you for it. Maybe. <laughs> right. Let's do it. Open. <laughs> yeah. It's nice that people will be able to see us doing this. It would be. And I will actually also screen cap this. So there it goes. So I've got a metal Luke Cage. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. I've got a burglar base card. Burglar. Oh, I got a jambalaya. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, my friend, is a red flasher. So it's nice that we can actually show people a red flasher. That's ah, a good hit. That's, that's a, a really great hit. hit. Yeah. I, I, I won't be collecting it, but it'll trade. It's a jambalaya. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And those so cards, it will actually show me the other side of it as well. So those are the same car- same size as a trading card, but they're very thick. They have a yeah. lot of foil on them. They're this shape. They're very rare. Uh, not serial numbered, but very rare, and they have that shape. We got a red flasher, man, on video. Congrats, Ian. Nice work, man. That? That's beautiful. Wow. And it carries and on. We- see, I, I never see this because I always open them on my um, phone. Oh. So I never see that it carries on red flashing over there. Oh, oh my goodness, that's sexy. Uh, on St. Patrick's Day, it was green flashing, <laughs> yeah, just so everybody green. knows. Yeah. Uh, I won't get another hit this set, this pack. Cause no, cause that, that was the hit. Wowzers. Look at that. But you got good stuff, man. A metal, an origin, yeah. and two base, and the jambalaya. That's really it's great, man. Do, uh, oh, hang on. I've done a snipping thing. Oh. It's not flashing while I've done it. So let me just do that again. Nice. Let me just do that again. Oh. Wait till it's flashing. Wait, Boom. wait for it. There we go. Did you get it? Be. Yeah. Nice. There we go. Perfect. That'll be in the tasty notes. Oh. Let me save that. The excitement. Oh no, pack of the week. Uh, this will be up 41. There we go. I'll come back to that See, later. you get behind the scenes in this episode. There we go. Now, um, oh, look at it flashing away. So show all new items. Now, the beauty of this is that when you do that, it kind of just shows you what you just pulled. And if it was on your wish list, that would be hearted. That would be like on your yes. wish list there. So if you just say I wanted that burglar and it was, it was, it was red, I could tick it to take it off my wish list because I've, I've now got that card. Right. Um, and if I needed it, then I could now lock it so that no one else could then trade me for it. Now, this is the thing, and this is the big thing about Apex. I do this in this way, and a lot of people do this in this way, is that if it's something that I want to keep, I lock it. The thing you need to be aware about Apex is a hell of a lot of people don't do that. Um, I wish it would be the etiquette to, if you need it, lock it or transfer it off, you know, put it, you know, get it shipped to you. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't. A lot of people use their accounts as kind of showcases. So they'll have stuff there and they will just literally just leave it on display and not respond at all to trades and not reply to messages and things like that. And they just do that because it's there, you know, and a lot of people choose to store their collections on this platform. I guess they, they don't show them. Yeah. yeah. But they know at some really. that they could if they wanted to get those cards. 
they're just happy to have them there warehouse. but yeah um and i imagine possibly because they're in the military and they're all traveling around or maybe they live in countless amount of reasons you know whatever it is but, which yeah. is a good thing i mean yeah. it's in a safe space Different until country. we rob the warehouse yeah we're course. gonna rob the warehouse so anyone who does that your time yeah we're sorry but sorry. not sorry yeah so we're not sorry anyway so i've got a jam i've got jambalaya man i can't believe you got a jambalaya Let's have what a, a beast jambalaya. So yeah, it's kind of a that that's kind of a shiny fabric. That this this is square. Yeah, there's different checkerboard squares. And really that cool. It's quite shiny. I've got I've got actually got black cat one here. So you know what? Let me just might quickly, do a video alongside of this one to show you the shine. Yes, I'll do that as a separate thing for you. So let me just quickly yeah. find, put it over there. Because I I I got Spider Man and Scorpion in that one too, man. Yeah. It's a great piece. People people like that. I'm not personally it's not for me here it, here it comes here it comes people dig them uh they come from oh, yeah. the sports side of the um, uh, hobby yeah and that here started in fleer 2013 so it's kind of fabricy. i'll just hold it up to you there you can just see the shine it is fabricated in a way right it feels a little textured it's, it's shiny like a plastic it's, fabric it's the weirdest yeah. thing to say how thick is that is that thicker than a 35 point mm, it's probably about 50 i'd say uh, maybe a bit thinner somewhere in between yeah. it's, you know it's nice. Same size as a trading card, but they look like they're massive. Yeah, they just rounded off the corners. Yeah. It looks like a massive card, though. I'm always yeah. surprised at that. I always feel like the card's, like, huge, but... Yeah, I'll do a little video of that separate, so we'll see. That Black Cat is great, too, and from the same series, so yeah. perfect. It is nice. Um, so I've got that. Uh, we'll put that away very carefully. There we go. Bye, Felicia. See ya. <laughs> You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. There you go. There's my Michael Cohen. I told right. you it was good, everybody. Yeah. Did you catch it? It was great. Yeah. I love it. I think it's Don't funny. throw bloody spears at me. <laughs> so good. It's just good. I'm a guy who can't do impressions, so I'm always impressed by impressions. That's great. Oh, dear. I'm sure, I, I'm sure there's uh, so, uh, Zulus, thousands of them. Um, right. Let's move on. <laughs> now. Oh, the big one. Are we, well, I mean, you have the segue. You go. I was going to say ship it, right? We bought a pack. You have a card you want. Yes. We talked about trading. Maybe it's time to think about taking them home. Well, I was going to show you this. Now, the interesting thing about this is that... Some, I mean, Kevin said that he, you know, he had... The, the issue he had with was navigation, was scrolling through all the stuff that he's got. Mm. And a lot of people don't like doing that. Um, even if it's locked, you still have this to wade through. And you can still, I've got a furious, I've got 2,483 locked items there. Now, if I decided, if it's a physical card, so you'll see this in the attributes, transferable items. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't, move those digital items into your transfer cart to then have them shipped to you because they're you know they're digital some of these sketches i know i want to transfer so i might as well put them in my transfer cart so you see this one here this cool as heck one so when you go so i've gone to this i've gone to sketches and all seven of them are transferable so they show up as that as well oh excuse me pardon me um I can click on this top icon here, which is transfer. So if I do that, what happens is it will completely disappear from all of this navigation forevermore. And it will go 
up there. You see there, it's, it's, it's actually, this screen will now refresh and that call as heck row will, will now no longer show because I don't have that card. And it kind of goes into a limbo space up here. And this is your transfer card. So it's next to your shopping cart, but this is kind of, your shopping cart is goods coming in. Transfer cart is goods going out, effectively. Beautiful. I love that. Um, so if you go to your transfer cart, now the, the frustrating thing about the transfer cart is that it is the same functionality as a shopping cart would use. But because of that, it doesn't have any of that fancy navigation. So if you've added something to it, you'll see I've already got 677 items in there because I've got my entire Marvel 80th set in here because I didn't want to be wading through it all the time. If I wanted to look at the card I just put in there, I have to scroll and have it keep refreshing and keep refreshing and keep refreshing until I get to the bottom. I, I wish there was a you list. You had so yeah. much stuff in your transfer. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, I've kind of moved it because I was like, that set's complete. I would put it in my transfer right. card. That's smart. Now, it's That's not smart. going anywhere yet because at the top, there were options for what I could do with it. Right, which we'll come back to. Which but. we'll come back to. So all this stuff is here and it's ready for me to choose what I want to do with it. So basically, I've put it in a holding space, which we will call for the purposes of, of this um, uh, podcast, Limbo. Limbo, card limbo. For those who are not uh, watching this, I'm still scrolling to the bottom of my transfer cart, and I will get there sooner or later. There's loads of stuff. What's really nice about watching is that uh, you basically, oh, look at, look at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm. So anyway, that's the card I just put in there. But interestingly, it doesn't appear right at the bottom. It, no, it doesn't. It, that, yeah, oh, it appears in the sketch right at the bottom yeah. part of it. So it's there. Yeah. So say, for example, I decided, actually, I don't want to put that there. Click on the cross there, remove it from your transfer cart, and it goes back. See that animate? It went back into my collection. Perfect. So it's now gone back into EPACs. So in this limbo, if I go all the way to the top, I can have them shipped straight to me from the EPACs site, which I'm on, or I can move it to ComC, which is a different company a different website but they are interconnected and here's a little secret and a tip all of these physical cards exist and the warehouse that does fulfillment for them whether i ship them from epacs and do that transaction with upper deck or whether i move them to a different company which is comc and do that shipping transaction with comc it's exactly the same warehouse they're in the same space. So basically comc are a separate company have partnered with upper deck and they do all of that fulfillment from that same warehouse. Um, I could clear the cart if I wanted to and all that would go back in, but it actually takes quite a lot of clicking to get that in there. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, on my list of things here, the only last thing I'm going to do is how to find and add friends, which someone asked, and then notifications. Um, so if you want to find someone and add them as your friend, and you know their username, go down to community here. There's a number of places here. You see you've got blocked lists, friends list, entertainment forum, sports forum, message center. That's where you get your PMs. Community right. dashboard, I, I kind of don't understand why that's showing there. But if you go to community dashboard, it literally just takes you to a dashboard giving you those options. So you've got that. Um, unfortunately, from time to time, people do get a bit annoying. And much like on eBay and other systems, you can choose to block certain users if 
for some or reason you've had a falling out so you can put them there and that's where you can go to see them and, and do them fortunately i've got a lot more people on my friends list which is a happy face um and these are people that i've traded with or may trade with repeatedly or people who are in the group and i know them for example you're on here sir i am I am. You, you know, it's funny. You have one more blocked person than me, but we basically have the same amount of blocked people. <laughs> once we're not recording, I'll show you. Where, once we're not recording, we'll see who the blocked people are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there yeah. I am. Yeah. Which I so want to change my... Uh, yeah, well, we'll see if we can figure out how to do that. Anyway, you can either remove them or block them, which, of course, neither of which I'm ever going to do to you. Um, but Aww. this is the bit where people never understand, how do I search for a user? And it's in the friend to this. So you go to community, friends list, and you have to know their name. Proper spelling, here. It everything. It has to be absolutely perfect. So you can see there, this fella, uh, Daniel Alice, I think his name, AliceSync23. Oh. So I've searched for him before. You have to put it in exactly. It doesn't have to be case sensitive because it displays them all as capitals there, whether it's not. So if I search, I will find that user. If that username doesn't exist, so I'd clearly typed it in incorrectly at some point. Ah, I've done 23 and it's actually 33. So there we go. That's what happens. So let's 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 find that guy I almost traded with earlier. whose username is simply News. Oh, that's nice and easy. There you go. There is. And if I wanted to add him as a friend, I click Add Friend. And then where I was just now over here is now where I find my list of friends, and it, he will be listed alphabetically if I add him as a friend. Perfect. They don't get a notification. Or anything like that that you've added them as a friend it's purely for your own um basically you're keeping track of people that traded yeah. well with you yeah exactly um now the thing is with this list because of the fact that you might not know that that's steve stevenson for example just going back to the steveism 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 there's a religion we practice on this podcast steveism so um steve stevenson here um uh, aka muse i might know him as steve from Facebook that I've traded, but I might not remember that's his name. Unfortunately, there's nowhere around that. You've just got to make no. We have on our group page on Facebook a massive list, a members list, where people kindly to. has put um, their EPAC name next to their actual Facebook name. That way, we have kind of like a master list of people, um, which has been really handy. Yeah, but unfortunately, you can't do that through the site. And the worst thing too is you can't look at all the users on yep. the site as well. You have to type in a name to yep. see. That's right. You can't just user. browse a list of users. So you can't just browse. There's no way to know how many users there are. Um, and indeed, how many of them are. These little, green, these little dots here, I was, I was going to say green. They indicate how recently the person has logged on. Now, I'm partially colorblind, so I actually can rarely tell the difference between those colors. I think that's one thing I wish they'd make a little bit better and bigger. Oh, that would be better, yeah. Um, um, because they could say lo- they could, all they could do is put something here next to their name saying last log on. So I would think so, do. man, or currently online, yeah, yeah, currently. live, something. That's, so that's something that's because you can send trades to people and you wonder why they don't respond. And it turns out the color of the dot indicates they last logged on two years ago, <laughs> you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. So what are the, what's the key for that? Because I always forget. There is, uh, someone did send it to me and someone, did, I believe, if you go up here, there is, if you go to account. Oh, account. It's on helpful tutorials uh, or something. That's right. That's where so. I saw it. Actually, no, it's not there. It is. Where is it? Uh, go, yeah. If you click on your avatar there, it's there. There you go. Change avatar. So this is where you can do a lot of that stuff. So this is where I think you can change your username. Let's have a look. I'm going to try. Account Off camera. 
Uh, it doesn't have that. It shows my email address, which is... I might, might have to blur that bit out. Uh, change password, order history, transfer history, change avatar. Oh, it doesn't actually tell me settings. Anyway, I'm going to go into settings because it answers the last thing that's on here, and then we'll kind of start circling for landing. So what you can do here, which I really, really like, is you can choose... And I can't remember if this is set default to off or on, so forgive me, folks. But I find that you it's helpful if you get an email, if you get a trade, because otherwise I won't know unless I log on. So that's the one thing you can do if someone hasn't logged on for a while, is if you send them a trade and they get an email, they might choose to log on. Um, however, there's no option here for getting an email when someone sends you a message. So if you don't log on and someone sends you a message to find out, oh, by the way, I saw this card. Would you like to trade it? Um, you won't know. So messages, this little bubble just up here in the top right that looks like speech bubbles, it's also in the navigation under community message center. So when you go in here, you will find when it loads, message. you see all the people I've had messages with? And it's quite Same. bizarre. It's quite bizarre when you when you click in here. You can see it takes a while to load, and it is a little bit cumbersome. Um, so there, I've just sent a message to someone, just thanking them for a trade. That I did the same. They didn't need to, but you know, I just you know, once the trade's yeah, done, it's just it's nice. I think it's uh, nice. I just think it's good to do. You know, and there's people I think so. Chatted with, and there's people who've sent us podcast messages on here. You know, uh, riddles in the dark, John. Uh, yeah, um, he's a he's a really nice guy. So um, he's getting into epacs. So so there you go. That's kind of it for now. Um, I did have on my list to talk about trading etiquette, but I think we should save that for part three. Yes, um, I agree. And I want to talk about um, functionality wish list. So things you would like to be able to do on the site, and I've got some I've got some really good suggestions from people. Oof, I really love that. About for that. Um, so we'll go on to that. Um, I hope this has been of use for people. Um, I think it is a it is a big system. It is a bewildering system. But once you sussed, I can't stress enough, this menu, and in particular, the navigation that you get on the left-hand side here. So a combination of that plus these two views to show you either lockability, wish list adding or taking off. And most importantly, and this is the one that people always miss because it's not user-intuitive, is who's after that card that you own once you get your head around that is it you know you can start building this thing you can really start getting into it yeah you can start getting into it so there was something i did want to say hit me daddy if you go ahead and click on upper deck epac the icon in the left hand corner you're going to be taking to the home page where we were where we started the video yeah if you scroll down ah there are two things here tutorials in case you forget anything, also demo videos. And then you also have the FAQ. Now in those sections there, this is where you can basically review what we've talked about. Um, you know, there's no video tutorials for some of this stuff, but these are really nice troubleshooting things. I think also in one of those two spaces, you can see what those icons mean in terms of the green, red, and gray. Yeah, it's um, somewhere. It's somewhere, but I mean, we'll find it eventually. But in case you forget anything, in case you have any real questions, this space here was really helpful uh, yeah. for me when I first started. Yeah. Um, some of it's a little hard to 
debunk. There really should be videos. It should be a little more streamlined, but we'll get into that. But I just wanted to let everybody know those are the places where you can kind of double check Mm -hmm. just in case there's something we didn't cover, or you can just send us a PM or contact us or leave a comment below on this video. And we're happy to back to you. If there's stuff that you want, or you can email us, um, the MCC pod at gmail.com or reach out to us via Twitter, Instagram at the MCC pod or you can find us on Facebook, um, uh, the MCC pod, I think. (laughs) I think think that's us everywhere. Before we get sure. let's talk about our intro artist this week, uh, because he's he's been kept hanging on, um, Juan Mendez, um, who I... um, Juan, thank you for sending that intro in. Um, I'm very tempted to play it again. In fact, I'm going to play it again. Ooh... Hi, this is Juan Mendez, and you're listening to the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast. And you know what? He also did it in Spanish. Let's listen to that. Hola, soy Juan Mendez, y estás escuchando the Marvel Car Collectors Podcast. Ah, brilliant. I love it. Um, I love it when people do multiple language ones. It just again, oh, yeah, me too. I get such a kick out of that. Yeah. Um, he, um, I, I saw his work on Marvel 80, and that's his first Marvel card set. So I thought it'd be really cool just to, just to check him out. So you can find him on Instagram. Um, at Juan B4RB4 Roja. Uh, I will put the link for that on the tasting notes and we'll put that on the video as um, uh, video notes as well. Um, but you can, you can see him there on Instagram. He's, he's got some brilliant stuff. I, I can only describe his style as very, um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Tim Burton. Yes. Um, and so we'll look at his Marvel stuff and then we'll have a look through some of the other stuff. So he's done Marvel 80th. Um, and I just love, I love that Doctor Strange so much. Um, the um, we can look at some of his cards here. Here we go. Look at this. Look at Daredevil. Ah, that's just clever. Is he listening to the wall with a glass? Yeah, yeah, because he's <laughs> blind. So echolocation <laughs> type of thing. He doesn't need the glass. That's yeah, really, yeah. I love that sense of humor. That that's really cute. For approvals actually. Um, yeah, I love that one. That's so crazy, creepy. I love that's that. So good. Um, the one I really like is coming. Uh, Black Cat. <sighs> Check her out. It's one of my favorites. Slinky. Um, so cool. Captain America. Ah, it's on the Rob Leefield spectrum. Of, of yeah. Nice. Um, look at that red skull. That's so medicine. Nightmares right there. I love it. Um, Bucky. <laughs> look at it. Look That's at that outfit. Classic. We've all got an outfit like that in our closet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have multiples. Yeah. Uh, Bucky again, I think. Yeah, I love that one. That's actually really cool. That's my favorite, the Morbius. Yeah. It's not brilliant. I love it. So creepy and perfect. So cool. um, awesome. So those, those he, yeah, he's only got one post with his Marvel. Um, in fact, let's have a look and see if he's on. We can, this be a good test. Let's see if we can see any of his cards on the trading marketplace. Smart. Juan. Let me type that in. Just search. And if that's how he's... The interesting thing, is it, they don't always list artists with... Oh, there's loads. Uh, let me go to this view. They don't always list artists in the same... No, they haven't got his stuff there. Let me look at... We can go to Marble 80th and go to yeah, Sketches. Yeah, we can. Let's do that. Uh, clear filters. This is a good test of functionality. This is, this is a good test. Yeah, some sketch artists do change their names. Sometimes they put their Instagram handle. Yeah. Um, so that can get a little tricky. But yep. our advice is to always 
look at the set and just look at all the sketches that are there. Yeah. Um, that way you can kind of see a range of people's work as well. And then if you do like somebody, of course, Google is your next option. Well, Marvel Atheist um, did something different as well, of course, is that they did actually character group. Yeah. So they're not listed by artist unless it's the three and a half by five. Right. So if you go to attributes and put sketches and you go to the gallery view, we can see all the sketches uh, that came out okay. for if you want to, I, you, you do a little bit differently well, than I do. See. Let's just see. Let's see there. No, it's not there. What else? Do, what else do? Oh, the black hat. So you want to check up there? No, that's not there because we saw that earlier on when I was looking. Uh, oh, we did. We did. We did. Uh, Who else? Uh, yeah, Bucky. Tell you what. Yeah, Bucky. So we're going to golden age. Let's go to golden age. Let me just unclick that. Insert golden age. Come on. Come on, baby. You can do it. You got this. Bucky. There's 14. Good chance. Damn. I guess people took him home with them. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Either that or they've not been pulled. Um, let me just go out of that and I'm just going to go to sketch. I'm just going to look at the three and a half by five because those ones are by artist. What I'm doing. I can't drive. Help me. Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. All right, there we go. Do, do, do. Come on. There we go. Now this is ordered by artist uh he's not showing up joey lee yeah that's great paul hill yeah some great <laughs> paul hill sean fornery yeah uh, yeah there's some great great artists on here but none of your stuff is immediately um a viewable bias um must not have been pulled yet or people took it home maybe people took it home yeah exactly um so anyway i i love some of his stuff. there's one on here that that I found hilarious and terrifying at the same time. Um, but you can go and peruse this. I mean, this is right up your alley, this kind of thing. Look at that. Yeah. It's all this stuff I love. Oh, I love that. Isn't it superb? I love it. I love the collarbone. It's so cool. Where is it? Playing with a shadow, showing bones. Yeah, I love the pro that. The progress stuff I love as well. I love progress stuff. There's one down here. That so pretty. made me laugh. There's someone in a hammock. The Superman is awesome. In a hammock. Um, where is it? Where is it? Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, you passed it. There it is. Oh, that's, cool. <laughs> that's that nice. Cool. That's a sketch cover he's done for Uncanny Avengers. Um, so this is the point where you really will need the um, uh, oh, that's a bit risque. Risque, hello, dear. Um, let's 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 go off that, right? It's time to put the children to bed and then we can look at that. Um, one thing I wanted to say. Uh, where is it? There's one down here. I wanted to. I, I really wanted to. I saw it earlier on before we started recording. So much good stuff. I know. There's so much good stuff. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's on pretty toilet. cool. Oh, I thought it was Spider Girl when I first saw it, but it's not. But it. Could oh be. no. I love yeah. the pug in there too. Oh, I didn't spot that before. That's hilarious. Anyway, it's cute. Juan, thank you very much, uh, sir, for being that. Apologies. Um, I did lose his. I sent him a reminder saying, Oh, did you send it yet? And he's like, Yeah, I sent it to you back in January. And I thought, like, Oh, I forgot it. It was in my email. So apologies for that. Mm. Um, thank you, folks. Um, stay safe. Stay well. Um, I hope this has been useful for you. Um, we will do a part three. Um, and hopefully, this will help you. And we'll, part three, we're going to talk about trading etiquette uh, and wish list items that we got but if there's anything that you think we missed drop us a note and we'll try and cover it um, until next time enjoy collecting everybody 
Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. You can subscribe by our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. Leave us a message via that link with questions, comments, or just to say hi, and we may even play on the show. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Our podcast is at The MCC Pod on Facebook and Twitter. And you can find links on our Facebook page to the two groups MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. On Instagram, find us at MM Collectors and at Sketch Card Hive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel, then enjoy collecting. Collecting.